Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. And today is, I don't know, it's not really a breakdown of the inauguration of Joe Biden. President Joe Biden, which sounds weird to say, but no weirder than, say, President Donald Trump. But today is the inauguration, so while we're not breaking it down, we are discussing it because it is the big topic of the day. We also discuss Vice President Kamala Harris, and at the very end of the podcast, I do a little bit of light dusting of some of the conspiracy theories involving the celebration of the inauguration itself. Now, remember, this thing is hosted by Tom Hanks and features performances by Lady Gaga and J-Lo. So we kind of touch on that at the very end of the podcast. All right, so stay tuned all the way through. And also, stay tuned through the very end of the podcast, after the podcast, because I have some really super duper badass special deals for listeners of this podcast from supporters like Iron Asylum and Red Run Cannabis Company, as well as Kenai Kombucha. So have a great day. Now get out there, kick today's ass, and do not let it kick yours. No, I, I'm I'm doing well. I'm excited for the day that I get to like do a broadcast with you, like from a studio. But I think I'm bringing a bet. Like this is just going to be my thing. Well, here's the problem: if we decided that we are going to do this from a studio, that means that our regular wake up time of not going to sleep would actually have to be rolled back two hours at least. Yeah. So you just so just not sleep for two more hours. Yeah, like we'll just have two more hours that we don't sleep. Yeah, as opposed to there's only twenty four hours in a day. And we cannot sleep for at least twenty two of them. Yeah. <laughs> but naps are awesome. That's what naps it's all are, about. Naps are wonderful. <laughs> no, if like honestly, like and if I have like a really serious commitment, like something that I really need to get to and I need to get there early. And I need to really like perform like magnificently at. I can sleep like a baby during when I'm supposed to be there. Yes, while yeah. I'm actually there. In fact, yeah. Usually, usually on the drive there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Uh, and, and there have been those times, and we've all had them, and none of them are smart when we're driving. We're just thinking, now oh, we'll just go to sleep for a couple of seconds. <laughs> the nothing nothing's more fun when you do like okay like it is it is hilarious when you do the like you're holding the remote over your head because that's the only way it can change the channel and you like you fall asleep and like you bop yourself or you're holding or you're reading a book and you hit yourself like in bed but it's really fun when you feel your forehead hit the steering wheel among um, the most fun. On, on on the trip back home from Anchorage, you know, <laughs> when you've got mountains on one side and quicksand on the other. Yay. Yay. Yeah. But at a certain point, you're surrounded on both sides by like crazy amounts of quicksand. Yeah. You only YOLO once. 
And honestly, if you, if you sleep through the trip home, it makes it go by so much quicker. If you're Hindu, you only live infinity. Yeah. The um, I I I did um I yeah, I did actually I had a bit of sleep, um, and the only thing I can remember is I had a dream, in which I um, I remember waking up going, that is so profound. I have discovered the secret of the universe. And then, as dreams tend to be, I've forgotten the secret of the universe. So I have lost the secret of the universe. See, that'll happen when you take a heavy dab as well. Yeah. But then you'll like you'll get scared because of all the anxiety that hit you while you were taking the heavy dab that not only have you forgotten what the secret of the universe is, you're actually afraid to share it because you think you did something wrong. But it was just a dab. Yeah. Well, the you know, the universe the universe I think like only shares its secrets to take them away. Exactly. Exactly. Um why is and I'm left with Kurt Russell. <clears throat> so with the, that's you were not by the way, Kurt not Russell. even blind under that eye patch. <laughs> like <laughs> that eye patch just completely cosmetic. He was just like, you know what? You know what would look cool with this outfit? An eye patch. I'm telling you, it's part of the bigger uh, the the bigger picture of making Captain Ron and Snake Plissken part of the same universe. Sense. Now, I've heard we need Siri. Oh, oh, here, I need you to hear me out on this one. And I know you know that we need Siri, and everyone listening at home or in their car or at work knows that we need Siri. Siri's the only reason any of us are still alive. He's basically... He's, he's basically our heartbeat. He's the only reason we're still here. I was going to say he's our wife, but um, he doesn't nag. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's turned off the everyone's turned off the podcast at this point because they're like, "Oh, so Siri's not going to be on, so Ooh. this is just going to be these two jackasses." <sighs> but why isn't it Siri? <laughs> he's the good-looking one. He's the charming one. He's the one that cares about people. That dude came out on a Saturday to teach me how to snowboard. <laughs> I'm a 40-year-old man, and he taught me how to snowboard. He had other shit he could have been doing on a Saturday. Like, uh, there's not a lot to do here, but he could have been saving the world. Snowboarding. In fact, he was teaching me how to do it over by a middle school. <laughs> could have been assisting with the exit of the president. Um, let's uh, let's talk about that because you you described it in a way that I've never heard before, but it makes perfect sense. Um, uh, presidential Christmas. Yeah. Pre- yeah. Presidential we're, Christmas. We're unwrapping a new old white guy. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, the, we're the storks bring us like a new president and, and we have to explain to our children how the old president was made and the new president is made. There are a whole bunch of, there are a whole bunch of storks. Yeah, and they get together and they decide what stork they want to have in charge of all of us and then they make that stork their 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 show stork well when a mommy and a daddy love each other they can potentially birth a fascist um through through sex and then the American people will vote for said fascist um, through rhetoric. And then instead, 
they'll vote next go round for like the least worst option. And that's when the stork flies in with like a little, little, like little baby grandpa who's, 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 and that's how Kamala Harris ends up the first black female president of the United States. <laughs> they were, they thought they were bringing in Benjamin Buttons and said they brought in an actual 78 year old man. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, it's a, why is it that we have age limits for president on one side, but not on the other? Like, you can be old X, you can only be uh, 35 and up, but, yeah. you know, it's okay if you're 117. Let's remember, like, we said Bob Dole was too old to be president in 96. That dude is still kicking. Yeah. However, yeah, we end up with our, our two options, right? We're, well, not even our two options. We had a whole bunch of options. There are a whole bunch of parties, right? There are a whole bunch of political parties that ran there around. Were, there were a whole bunch of candidates party, within the parties. Yeah, a Green Party had, I believe, uh, one hand they had Jesse Ventura, and then on the other hand they had someone else as their presidential candidate. So, I mean, there yeah, were more- – Never mind. I was gonna make I was gonna make a bad wrestling joke. Oh yeah, if it, it sounded like you were about to say uh, something about uh, the hot rod, and so he's no longer with us. Yes, and that would have hurt me a lot because he's no longer with us. But he did save humanity, and they live. And he would have been a better president, like even posthumously. Uh, who do you? Okay, so you have President Rowdy Roddy Piper, right? Let's say let's say Roddy Roddy Piper never lost, or never died. He's still with us. In fact, he ran against Trump in 2020. It was it was the Ginger Party. The yeah, the Ginger Party pushed Hot Rod, and clearly my people voted for him because we have a, we see a, a clear bias towards towards our fellow Gingers. And besides, besides that, our options were Trump and Joe Biden or uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Now, let's say Roddy Roddy Piper, still with us. He is I like, the president. I like the move of respect. <laughs> who, is, who is Rowdy Roddy Piper's vice president? I mean, is it... Mr. T. Ronda Rousey? She was also Rowdy. Yeah. No, I don't... Well, it is, like... I, well, that depends. Like, if it becomes the Rowdy, uh, the rowdy Party, um, maybe it goes Ronda Rousey. Because, I mean, there you have, you know, you have, like, what I think is going to be the new, like, shtick um, is the man president, female vice president, which there's there's some, you like, there there's definitely some, uh, like, oh, geez, I'm trying to think of the term. Um, the There's some divisive masculinity in that. Like, all right, you guys get to be vice president now. Um, the, uh, like, it, it's one of those, like, we let you vote, so sit back down, um, type things. Um, it's, but I, I think it's, I think it's divisive. The, um, was Kamala Harris really the best, um, Ronda Rousey that, uh, he could have picked, um, 
is she really the best vice president? And I think she, I honestly, like, uh, Biden's like 119 years old and he doesn't look well. Um, I could see him for four years. I don't know if he's making it eight years. I can see him getting reelected, but like, and I wish him the best. Like he's, he's now the president of the United States and, um, and I, I, and he's a, he, he's a human being and I want, you know, I want him to live as long as he can. But the reality life. of the situation. A good life. You want him and, and you want him to do well as president. That was, that's important. Like I want America to succeed under the guidance of Joe Biden. My problem is, is if when you open up a, a history book or the intro webs for that matter, and you see what Joe Biden has done in the last 50 years, and it's kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, no, it was, I, 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 I don't, I don't know what's, I can't figure out what's wrong with America. Um, um, probably cable news, but the, the fact that like we had so many wonderful candidates, um, and we ended up in a Trump versus Biden. Like. And we had some decent candidates, too. We had some. If you liked Donald Trump, there was the more liberal Donald Trump in Andrew Yang. Mm -hmm. um, you had, you know, if, if you wanted a, a hawk, you wanted someone strong. You wanted someone with a spine. You had Tulsi Gabbard. Um, you had real candidates. Now, whether or not those candidates are, are real candidates or they are controlled opposition, because that's that's the other thing is is a lot of times you have to have that second uh, face on that election. Otherwise, it doesn't seem legitimate. Well, you weren't really running against any anyone. It's um it's like a campaign here, right? So like, I, I didn't someone run against like Machiki or somebody because. There was um, uh, no other name on the ballot, and they just felt like that was a bad idea. I think it was maybe like Willow King uh, when she decided she was a write-in. Yeah, that that um, well, it that happens periodically where there's no um, like when I ran for office, um, I waited up until I sat in the office up until 15 minutes before the deadline to find out if there was going to be any opposition. Um, and. Then I filled in, and then, of course, it's like a third-party guy came in and um, whatever. The um, I was, you know, I was the only viable candidate that, like, or I was the only potential competition. The third-party guy really was just just grab votes. But um, no, there, yeah, there's. Uh, I think I think there's a lot to be said for just running because there's no one else running against you. But. Um, the I it's let's it, let's face it like these are our, our presidential like our Democrat and our Republican two party like um, system um, it's a beauty pageant like we're just parading these people around for popularity and you pick whoever you like the bestest for what reason because I because I think they're gonna win. Like they should, they should have to answer the same question, like beauty pageant contestants have to answer in a bikini. Yes, just be like, what would you do for America? <laughs> and and here's a 
and here's the the truth about this, right? You, you you mentioned a beauty pageant, and that makes a lot of sense. So you take that beauty pageant, right? What what happens to the winners of beauty pageants? A lot of times, they end up married to some old rich guy, mm-hmm. right? Um, look up, look up Heidi Klum's first baby's father. All right, Seal. huh? I mean, I think. Seal. I think no, this is before Seal. This dude's like oh. he might be dead because he was a hundred then. All yeah. right. Um, but that's who's but that's who who is um putting a baby in like young Heidi Klum, right? Before Seal, uh who sold a billion records, before whoever or the dude from Tokyo Hotel or whatever, like she was a beautiful woman, but she was having her babies with uh old rich guys. And yeah, and I, I just for the record, I do want to clarify if there's any speculation, uh, that is not my baby. Like I just want that on the record, just so everyone knows that that is not my baby. And I'm glad that you pointed that out to them, Jake. Um, as we've established that Heidi Klum is into older men with lots of money, and I believe she's a little bit older than us, and you don't have pillowcases. <laughs> I have them. I just don't put them on the pillows. <laughs> it's just easier to buy new pillows. <laughs> it, that's not wrong. So, uh, like, I, I make jokes, but like, I think we were years up into into the marriage before the missus was able to fully domesticate me, and I put pillowcases on. So, like, I'm talking shit, but like, I'm only there because I have a, a wife. Like, I spent years, legitimately years sleeping on an air mattress because I didn't want to invest in an actual mattress. All right. Now this is while this is while I am a staff sergeant in the United States air force. Right. And all of my (laughs) clothes are in boxes that, uh, you know, like I've had, dude, I, I was, I was a great at being a scumbag. All right. Um, I, I would wake up and I would find cans of Pabst Blue Ribbon next to my sink. And my only thoughts were I had no idea they made a mouthwash. But <laughs> this would happen for like weeks and months on end, right? Yeah. I wake up and there were random random folks in my apartment, you know, God bless America. It's uh, Spokane, Washington. There are going to be random people because random people just kind of show up. Homeless people slept on my yard. It was cool, man. I was ha- I was happy to give them a place to camp. <laughs> Help um, them set up their tent. Well, yeah, if it happens in the spring, it's cool. If it happens in the winter, it's deadly. You don't want like a dead homeless guy on your yard because that's like way worse than a live homeless, uh, live sleeping homeless guy on your yard. Well, if you get them quick enough where they're still bendable, you can get them in your dumpster. <laughs> yeah, well, if... If you get them like in that that smooth spot before rigor mortis kicks in, can you fold them into a chair? <laughs> I made lampshades mostly. This break is brought to you by Iron Asylum, located at 35165 KB Drive behind Save You More. You can find them on Instagram as well as Facebook. The gym is open 24 hours a day, and I like taking a long walk to nowhere with young Hickson strapped to my chest. At this point, we go kind of in the, the early afternoon, but I go with him strapped to my chest. You can hear him in the background kind of screaming. Oh, I'll be up there to take care of you in a minute, little guy. But 
Uh, if you know any good workouts to do while, with the baby strapped to your chest, and it's cool because he's like a living, breathing, uh, you know, like like a chest weight, which is super rad. But uh, you know, he's still a person and he, he moves around a little bit. So if you have any ideas about good workouts I can do with a baby strapped to my chest, please let me know. Uh, let me know. Shoot me an email. We'll give you the email address at the very end of the podcast as well, how you can best reach out to us. But if you want to reach out to Iron Asylum, give them a call at 907-953-4720. That number again, 907-953-4720. And they're open 24 hours a day. All 24 of them. I am, I'm terrified of a world under uh, Kamala Harris under President Kamala Harris. And the thing that terrifies me about her is the ties to big tech. That scares um, me. That's a a big one for me because right now what we're looking at, and and it happens on both sides. Like you only hear the right arguing about censorship from from big tech, but I see it also from uh, from the left. our friend, uh, podcast guest, uh, Tech Havoc, has uh, posted about it. I've had I have friends who are. If such a thing, by the way, if such a thing exists as militant transgender, I've got a friend, and she's one of those. And her shit is regularly banned on Facebook and Instagram. Right? She regularly gets pulled out. So that idea of shadow banning or they're only blocking conservatives. That's not true. They're blocking a lot of people who see shit differently than you. And I think that that does need to get pointed out. Um, but, but they won't block like the bajillions of like advertisements for ball gags that I get from Wish. Well, okay. So here's the thing with, with like Wish or, or Alibaba. If they're padding, if they're sending you ads, what they're doing is they're kind of interpreting the data that is sold to them about you. So if you're getting ball gags in your wish, well, there's a reason you're getting ball gags in your wish. There's a reason that other folks I know, like, and they're, they're like, Alibaba has stuff for you. They get like PVC water parks. Okay. And you get getting ball gags. And you're getting ball gags. I wish I lived the life wish I thinks or wish thinks I do. I um, wish I wish I was living the life that Wish thinks the guy that gets like PVC water parks advertised to him is living because that sounds fun. Yeah, like the I don't. Yeah, I you know honestly I think anyone anyone currently seeing a therapist you probably you probably need to like we all need to do uh, like work on ourselves. It's not easy, but we all need to do like mental health maintenance but if you can't afford a therapist just look at your wish like scroll on facebook and whatever that says about you is probably you like just just own it just be like you know what i need like uh i need a pair of underwear that look you know has like an elephant face on it and the trunk is the you know what um the uh, and and a ball gag, and that apparently is my life now. Just just give in to wish. I think you should order those things. 
I think you should order them. And when we do one of our Zoom casts, you should wear it. Just that. You should wear your elephant, uh, your your elephant um, trunk dong underwear yeah. and your ball gag. And we can either you can either try and like clarify what you're saying. It's oh, or we can put subtitles under it and we can guess what you're saying. That's that would be the day where you get to interview me and you get to ask the most personal questions you want. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be, oh my gosh. I oh <laughs> you know what? But Siri has to be here for the unboxing. <laughs> we should have Siri. Um, and we should we should bring Siri on. But we're not gonna tell Siri unless Siri actually listens to the podcast. That's the only way he'll have any idea what's going on. But we have him take part in that podcast um where randomly you show up with your your elephant trunk uh dong and your ball gag, and I'll show up in, you know, like a PVC water park. Um <laughs> And just he has no idea what's going on, but he has this list of questions that have been submitted that he has to ask us. And that's how we go. And that's and that's how that episode operates. By the way, I sent off uh, two masks uh, yesterday to Arkansas, two Woken Bake masks. Very excited about that. Um, I will be hopefully sending one off to Wisconsin very soon. Shout out to the Walden brothers. Um for uh for hooking it up and making it very very easy for us to uh to get the gear out to people that want the gear um so do you have any predictions moving back to to president joe biden which is you know like we spent eight years where he was a heartbeat away from the president it shouldn't be like that weird of a thing to say um but do you expect anything from the next four years um You know what he's got he's got the House and the Senate right now too. But as we've seen in the past, um the Republicans the Republicans have had the House and the Senate before, the Democrats have had the House and the Senate before. Um and still nothing gets done. Yeah. Um he I, he's got a lot like he's got a lot going on he's got to kind of heal like america's reputation around the world that being said i don't necessarily think he's the guy to do it um i think he's really just kind of more i think he's just going to be a good like he's going to be like a good substitute teacher for four years like you know like you're your your teacher just went off and had a baby and like you know he's just like he's going to be bringing in the Ken Burns videos on the film strips the, he's a long-term sub <laughs> he's a long-term sub he's a substitute that's going to be there for more than like 3 weeks and there's a substitute plan and he gets updates on what the plan is as needed because, you know, like the teacher is the actual head coach, which makes you wonder who the actual teacher is here. Um, or the, 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 um, the actual teachers running the show. And so you have your long-term sub who's working on that teacher's like plans and goals. And this is, you know, they're getting to know the students and who these, these kids are and 
Uh, but they don't have, they're not really like, they don't give a shit about what happens to these kids after they go home. They're like, I don't care if this kid does their homework. It means nothing to me. Um, however, you know, yeah, he's a long-term sub. Spends a lot of extra time on arts and crafts day, you know. Because he doesn't really know the material he's supposed to be teaching, and he doesn't really care that much. He's already made it out of the sixth grade, so he doesn't need to go back and do sixth grade again. Um, why is it that we only hire, we only hire, like, I don't want to say old people, but old people for this job? Like, not that it's a job that should be done specifically by by young people who are going to be who we we are sure are going to be around for a long time, but we based it on the idea that age is wisdom. And like you said on one of our last podcasts, we've all been to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. The generally speaking, you know, like the the older cat is going to be a little bit more out of touch with what the younger cats want, but we're not, we're not in a room full of just young cats. All kinds of cats are in this room and the, the long-term sub uh, has to teach to all of them. I, I think, I think what we do as a society, and I think this is where we really mess it up. Um, And by we, I mean the rest of you, not me. I'm brilliant. But, um, I believe we have a habit of trying to pick the winner uh, and our, our media kind of guides the, the winner and the political parties guide the media. So like, if you look at all the candidates and I, I think uh, like all the available candidates, and I, I, I don't want to speak for you, but I think you were on board with me. Like, Joe Jorgensen made the most sense, um, seemed the most qualified. Well, I, you can make an argument that Biden was the most qualified because he's been vice president, so he's seen it before. But he's like like it, he's like two weeks out from like just an aneurysm or like dying in his sleep of old age. Uh, but I think the I think people voted for him largely because they thought he had the best chance to win. Not because they probably didn't know hardly any of his policies. Definitely not uh, Kamala Harris's policies. Um, and I think people just voted for him because they people like to try to pick the winner. Like they're playing it like it's the lotto. They're not playing it in the sense of like, this is the person who I think would be the best candidate. Also, like people, um, there's that there's that whole idea that like everyone should go out and vote. Like if you don't vote, you don't get to have a choice on it. You know, I'm one of those people that it's like if you don't know the candidates, like if you didn't spend time vetting them, don't go vote. Don't do it. Like you're just influencing an election that you know nothing about. I I agree with you on that. One of the things that I've always disagreed with is the argument that if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. If the options that are presented to me are options that I don't want, then I'll just abstain, right? If I go to a restaurant and there's absolutely nothing on the menu that I want, uh, I'll have, I'll, you know, I'll, 
I'll drink a cup of coffee and drink some water and enjoy the company. Mm -hmm. All right. Not a, not a big deal to me. All right. But the choosing the lesser of two evils is still choosing evil. Yes. You have, um, if the best of the 17 or whatever candidates, um, not including like uh, official write-ins, um, in, in cases where like you have, um, it, it seems like you only have two candidates, right? Like going back to 2004, right? Um, and versus, you know, 2008, like where you vote or where you don't vote. If the candidates mean nothing to you, right? Like, I don't like this candidate. I don't like this candidate. 2012, I this candidate or this candidate. Um, moving into to local or national elections, I don't think that voting at a national level does anything whatsoever. I think that voting at a local level does. A, we're blessed to live in a community where um, we we do know our elected officials. Dude, the Senate president, you can see him at Safeway every once in a while. Yeah, I. this was... Um... Oh, I would love to take credit for this, but this was actually something that, of all people, are you taking? Else, are you telling me that you're taking credit for Senator Peter Michiki becoming uh, the Alaska Senate President? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, the um, no, uh, I no. Um, what I taking credit for this particular thing? Uh, it actually this uh, was a line that Meryl Sikorsky had delivered to me, um, and. Uh, it was – there was this huge debate between um, – geez, who was it? It was Dan Sullivan, and uh, I can't remember. He was like governor of Alaska at the time or shortly before that, and then um, Libertarian Party candidate. Anyway, it was three senators debating, and we were at the Chamber of Commerce, and it was packed. Oh, it was Mark Fish, by the way. He was the Libertarian candidate. And so the um, – oh, my gosh. I can't believe I can't remember his name. His dad died uh, – his dad had defeated Don Young but died in a plane crash. Um, anyway, though, uh, so both both the right and the left would start every argument with like, well, like I agree with Mark Fish, like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, and like Mark Fish said, so here's a guy in the middle of this debate that's the libertarian candidate that both sides are agreeing with and using his argument to explain their position. Yet that guy got like next to no votes. It's like both of both of your competition is agreeing with you. Ah, oh, that little kitty. Um is um both of both of your competition is agreeing with you, yet he's not going to get hardly any votes but anyway that wasn't the thing that was just when um that place was packed the chamber of commerce was freaking packed now when i did a debate there um with uh with gilman and i can't remember the other guy's name sorry dude uh, <laughs> got like three percent of the vote anyway um the <laughs> one sign um it was it was only about half full, and Meryl Sikorsky had pointed out to me when it comes to like 
elections that really mean nothing to us, like picking our senator, picking like our, our national center, picking our president, everyone shows up. Everyone's like insanely like, like into it. It's like, what is it going to be? Is it going to be Biden? Is it going to be Trump? Is it going to be, you know, Sullivan or Begich? That's who it was. It was Begich was the other one. Um, you know, like these are, these are things that really don't affect us that much. Um, yet everyone's into it and they spend all their focus on that. But like the really important stuff, like who's going to be on your city council, who's going to be your mayor, who's going to be your assembly member. Like no one bothers with that. Like the stuff that actually affects you. But you like getting super pissed off on Facebook about their policies. Yes. Yeah. So you and I had a discussion amongst, uh, amongst friends um, as civil human beings about a mask policy. Meanwhile, people are starting fights and, and raising their heart rates and getting all super jacked and pissed off on Facebook because of these people's policies. And they're tagging them in it and shit. But that doesn't do anything but make you angry. All that shit does is ruin your day, but you don't vote in it. You don't participate in it. Yeah. You don't, you don't get upset until you're told to get upset about something. Um, I go back to the mask mandate and sold out in a city council. Cause that was the most recent uh, one that I can think of where people were super duper excited and, mm-hmm. And, and not like in a good way, not like I'm going to go learn to snowboard with Siri, but like <laughs> in the world is coming to an end, the sky is falling because someone said, what if we make you wear a mask, which we agreed was a bad idea to say the least. But I tuned in because I'm a sad human being that gets off on that sort of shit. I tuned in to the online city council meeting uh, where that was voted upon. And there were a, a, a gaggle, a gang of people that were zoomed in that were um, ready to go on and, um, and argue about um, their constitutional rights. Fair enough, you can do that. But it's not that, A, you've never read the Constitution. I'm not mad at you. You're an American. You're entitled to not read the Constitution. But I went through our education system. I, I know. I know where you're at. Um, uh, but to take up all of this time to argue and to fight and, and be pissed off about something that you didn't participate the first time, like – like when it mattered, when people who are you're, you're wanting to like yell at over the Internet, when they were running for office and you didn't have to make it a point of yelling over the Internet and uh, getting so psyched up and jacked up and angry at eight o'clock at night, you should be relaxing, man. You should be watching like a rerun of Seinfeld or fucking anything you could be you could be watching anything you could be going out and participating in a winter sport instead on a on a weeknight evening you're yelling into a microphone on the computer 
because someone asked the question, should we make people wear masks? And now, and yeah, and yeah, and now your computer has COVID. Yeah, should have worn a mask. Um, <laughs> or you know what? Really, you should. If you're gonna, if you're gonna download from strange places, download with protection. <laughs> that cat is adorable. She's cool, man. Mr. LePew is a fine lady. Yeah, that's there's some white whiskers. She's yeah, she's a sweetie. So the only and this there's the only downside. The only downside is because she's a kitten and she's got these wicked, super wicked claws and she wants your attention. They hurt when she when she's letting you know that she needs your attention. And while it's Alaska in the winter and I should be wearing multiple layers anyway, so it shouldn't bother me. It's still like she like you know, my hand was down. She dug into it. I look, <laughs> I look like I got in a fight with oh, a kitten. Yeah, no, she like, she's like, I want attention now, it's like a- love on me. So it's like, it's all right, cool. I'll, I'll love on you. It's cool. It's, you, it's not that bothering sounds, me. It sounds like she sort of has you, um, like kind of like blackmailed. Um, Stockholm you know, syndrome. If she, if, if she knows what's good for her, she'll let me pay attention to her. <laughs> um, yeah, she's sweet. I love her. She's cool. She's a real cool cat. That's why you subscribe to the YouTube channel, so you can see my real sweet little kitten. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Nutter Butter, the murder kitten, is just hanging out perched. Yeah. So, anyway. Conf- <laughs> confessions of a kitten owner. um yeah so back to predictions more of the same you know i i think it's gonna be there's gonna be a little undoing i hope the individual mandate doesn't come back um not because i don't think people should have health insurance or anything like that it's just the difficulty on the taxes um I'm torn. I, I'm torn on uh, Medicare, Medicaid for all. There's there's a lot wrong with our um, healthcare system. Mm-hmm. I don't think Joe Biden is the guy to fix it because it seems like his solution would be an extra layer of bureaucracy and hor- uh, like holes and and fucking red tape and shit. You got to cut through and jump through and. I don't necessarily want to deal with that. Like I, um, I think we'll definitely see a, an increase in bureaucracy everywhere. Um, I mean, okay, love or hate Donald Trump. Um, one thing Donald Trump did was like he worked towards cutting like a lot of red tape in a lot of industries, whether it was a good idea or a bad idea, whether it was cronyism or whether it was just legitimate, like, capitalism. Like, that's one thing. Like, I always said with Donald Trump, like, when he did something I liked, I liked it. When he did something I didn't like, I didn't like it. And that was my whole view on him. Uh, there were a lot of um, a lot of things that he did that um, I don't know if they were for the right reasons or not, but I agreed with. A lot of deregulation. Well, a handful of deregulation. Not nearly as much deregulation as golf, but um, 
was a lot of time spent playing golf. But at the same time, uh, Biden's 107, right? He's going to take 15 naps in a day. Yeah. So like the the time that Trump spent playing golf, again, like she's like, hi, I love you. And it's like, she's just going to jack me up. <laughs> um, so Trump spent a lot of time playing golf. golf. Um, Joe Biden's going to spend a lot of time taking naps. Uh, and um, trying Kamala to find his Harris is, I don't, you know, I don't know what she does for fun. Um, I don't know how she's going to unwind, but um, presidents are allowed to relax. They're allowed. Yeah. They're allowed. Um, and if, if knocking a ball around is like his punching a bag or his uh, going on a long walk with the dog or his whatever it is. His zen. His zen, that's his place. That's where he goes to calm down. Then allow him to calm down. You know, like... Um, Especially if, with the guy with the finger on the button. Like... You don't want that guy to, like, to to be at work all the time. Yeah. That guy... You, if that guy is at work all the time, that guy gets burnt out really quick. Right? Yeah. And I get that, like, the... Being the president's a super stressful job. I get it. But you signed up to A, B, the president. Today's light dusting of a conspiracy theory is brought to you by Red Run Cannabis Company. Located on the Kenai Spur Highway, they are the growers of fine cannabis, the brewmeisters of three different types of hashade, and they also make canna caps, honey sticks, as well as peanut butter. Now, they also make their own cartridges and concentrates. Now, in their retail operation, located on the Kenai Spur Highway, like I said earlier, they carry flour from your favorite cultivators and concentrates from your favorite extractors. Their in-store special today is the always popular pre-roll Wednesday. What does that mean? At least a buck off on all pre-rolls. Now, because Red Run has their own extraction center, nobody can beat their prices on concentrates. If you're looking for the best prices on decarb oil, if you're looking for the best pri uh, best prices on diamonds or terp sauce or shatter, they're going to have the very best prices uh, that, that I think you're going to find. If you come across a better place uh, price on the Kenai Peninsula, let me know. Now, if you are interested in getting your hands on any of Red Run's products that are uh, not just flour and you don't live on the Kenai Peninsula, very easy. Go to your favorite dispensary, all right? I, I'm willing to bet, and not a lot, not like a handshake and maybe a hug and, and I'll tell you you're right, but not like a real bet. Like, I, I ain't about that life. Anywho... That being said, your favorite retailer, your favorite dispensary probably stocks Hashade because it is one of the very most popular edibles in the very great state of Alaska. And the very last time that I checked, it was the most popular edible in the state of Alaska. So there's a really good chance that your favorite dispensary currently stocks Hashade, especially if they're in Alaska. If they're not in Alaska, there's a really good chance that they do not, in fact, carry Hashade at your favorite dispensary. All right, but at the retail operation, they also carry edibles from Lady Grey and Creative Confections. So if you are trying to get down with some Creative Confections and you want to make a cocktail 
with uh, the hash aid, what I like to do is I like to crumple up the creative confections, drop it in the hash aid, shake it up, let it dissolve, and eventually you're going to have a very delicious, a delicious, very delicious, sugary, uh, flavory, delicious, and not even really sugary, but it's going to be flavorful and delicious, sweet drink uh, cocktail, courtesy of the fine folks at uh, Creative Confections and Red Run Cannabis Company in your Creative Confections hard candy and uh, hashade uh, cocktail. Enjoy it. It's delicious. That's my my suggestion to you uh, this week. And I don't even I don't even have like a recipe book for you, but there you go. There's all of it. All right. For more information on Red Run Cannabis Company, be sure to check out redruncannabiscompany.com and be sure to speak to your favorite bud tender about getting your hands on some of their duper duper. They're super duper sweet ass, delicious ass products. All right. Now, without any further ado, here is your light dusting of conspiracy theory, and after that, your cannabis warning. Okay, so you want to hear about the dark stuff, and then I got to dip out. So I got to keep this short, under five minutes. So in 2020, a lot of celebrities had a lot of really dark and ugly, scary conspiracy theories float around them with a lot of really fucked up innuendo, um, including a very certain... um, American actor who received citizenship to Greece, which came at a very interesting time, which led to a lot of speculation. That citizen is him is uh, is Tom Hanks, and he is the guy that's hosting the inauguration. Why do we have? My question is, why do we have a Greek citizen hosting the inauguration? Uh, why are we having celebrities host it? Like, why is why are the guys that uh, the guys and gals who entertain us? being the ones that are, are presenting this inauguration. Now, the next thing to follow for some of the performers at the inauguration. Now, Lady Gaga, uh, who um, is an interesting woman. She's got a, a great relationship with a woman by the name of Marina Abramovic. You should look into. Uh, I'll include links in the description. Um, and the adrenochrome and all of that good stuff. All, all of that stuff is stuff that gets tied to Lady Gaga now. She was also part of um, a uh, non-sexual harassment project thingy with Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden, who at the very beginning of his campaign had uh, an accusation, a very uh, – like a real allegation presented by a woman named Tara Reid, not the actress, um, about sexual assault. But Lady Gaga and Marina Abramovic are their own thing, right? Look into that one. Look into their relationship and then look into Marina Abramovic and and um, and her artwork. Okay. Awesome. Then check out Lady Gaga's albums. They're awesome. Um, so then you move on to Jennifer Lopez. Now, if you um, – and I didn't, I didn't watch the performance because football is stupid to me. But uh, Jennifer Lopez's performance at the Super Bowl was apparently very uh, occult-influenced, as they say. Again, stuff that you can look into on your own. She's performing at the inauguration. So if you – this is getting into the dark stuff. They're telling you they, – they tell you what their plans and their goals and their dreams are, right? They're telling you what they're, what they're going to accomplish uh, because once they tell you what they're going to accomplish, then you can't act surprised when they do it. That's part of the deal is they have to tell you the the the, the darkness, the evil. They have to tell you what their goals, uh, plans, and dreams are. 
So you, you have these folks that um, through perhaps no fault of their own, get tied up into this darkness. Now you have, uh, whether it's conspiracy theory, whether it's rumor, whether it's just folks on the internet connecting dots that aren't there, um, which we've seen a lot of from America in the last year and change. I paid attention to Q. We've mentioned it on the podcast for the last few years. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is that if you think that there is a dark force behind all of this, and you have guys that are supposed – it's weird that, that TMZ is treating um, Alex Rodriguez like he's sort of like a national tre- treasure. He's a guy that played baseball and, and got popped for steroids multiple times. Oh, best thing about him, though, is he's got a painting of himself as a minotaur, apparently, like in his walkway. Or at least he did at one point. Oh, I don't have one of those. Yeah, we all. I think we all need one. Um, I'm actually. I'm going to get a, pa- a painting of you as a minotaur in my hallway just to make it creepy. Oh god, that'd be. <laughs> um, so Alex Rodriguez on uh, going to the media and saying, you know, like Jennifer Lopez wants to bring America together. No, she doesn't. Like, why can't she just want to make the cell too? Like that was a cool movie. Can we make more of the cell? That was a great flick. Um, but about due for an album. The the goal is to get uh, as many people to view it as possible so that if it is sort of a seance, they can, you know, bring it on. But I'm not gonna watch it because I don't really care and I'd rather hang out with my kid. So there you go. That's that's the dark stuff, and I think I did it in under five minutes. I think you're close. All right. All right. Goodbye, my friend. Um, If any more dark stuff pops up, and I'm sure it will, I'm sure it will pop up. um, But yeah, as it comes, as it comes. All right. Fight. There's a fight today. There's a UFC today. All right. Oh yeah. And it happens during the day. That's weird. Yeah, in the morning. Fight is this one? Uh, This is um, uh, UFC on. I believe it's on in ESPN Plus or on ESPN. Uh, it's the main event is Spokane's own Mike Chiesa and Neil Magny, who I have no idea where he is from, but Neil Magny is a bad, bad man who's very, very much slept on. And Mike Chiesa is a, uh, a Spokane wrestler, Washington wrestler. They make strong wrestlers out of there. Uh, he's a jujitsu purple belt under James Weed, um, who gave me my first stripe as a white belt. There you go. Yeah, we're we're basically so yeah, you're basically in that fight with him. Yeah, I'm. Mean, you know, he's he's he knows that he's got Bill Baker's support in this fight. Like yeah. under, I'm sure under normal circumstances, I probably root for Neil Magny. I mean, like, I feel bad for the guy. His name's Neil. <laughs> he's got um, like a moon landing to attend or something like he's like that's the one thing that anyone can think of anyone named neil is done <laughs> give me another neil 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 got to the moon but give Colin me another... kaepernick huh colin Ooh. kaepernick different spelling oh okay all right that's Kaneel. Kaneel. it's Kaneel. that's 
people always think that um, that the K is silent, but I have to tell them, especially like, because y- you know me, I've 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 got bad knees. <laughs> so the um, my daughter had an alphabet book growing up, which um, uh, it had two great like lines in it. One was okay, K is for you would assume K is for kite. But it said K is for ninth, which is stupid. And X, when it came to X, you would think X is for xylophone. Instead, it said X is a letter. Like, it was, you still have this book? I don't know. Not anymore. I wish I did. Like everything else was pretty like standard. But K is for knife and X is a letter. <laughs> all right my friend you have a great day and um i mean it kind of explains a little bit uh, about uh, uh, uh about the the young girl yeah. still cool yeah. you yeah. still made a cool person cool, cool people are what matters my friend all right yeah. uh you have all a great right. day i will talk you to as you as well uh, it sounds good all right man i really have the best day ever you too As per 3AAC 306.360, Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.